This is another episode of Main Corpse. I am your host, Matt. And I'm Kelsey. This is Kelsey. We have got a story for you that's going to turn the stomach. Prepared for the cowboy? No one was prepared no for him. No one was prepared for that. Or Welcome Sergeant Stubby. to Main Corpse Podcast. I'm Matt. I'm Kelsey. And today, let's move to the subject for today. I'm so excited because Matt hasn't told me anything about this, except I'm not ready for it. I have the strangest story I've ever brought to this podcast. Like, that's ever been brought, or just you personally? Because I brought lizard people to the table. I'm going to let you be the judge of it. I can't wait. Have you ever heard of soul bonding before? Soul bonding. Oh my god. If this is what I think it is, I was going to cover this exact thing. Well, first of all, let's let's define a couple things really quick before we, we get to this. Oh, I'm um, so excited. Okay, so soul bonding is a new age term created for when someone believes they have another soul living inside their body. On the internet, uh, this, is, this would be kind of like the equivalent of... Some people say it's kind of like having an imaginary friend. You can still feel that other soul inside of you. You can oh. talk to them. You can interact with them. You can see their memories, things like that. I've heard that can be diagnosed. I have too. And this is going to be a big part of what we're going to talk about today. Because today we are going to talk about a semi-local story that happened in State College, Pennsylvania. And online, it is colloquially known as the Final Fantasy House. Have you ever heard of this before? No, but now I'm so excited to tell you my story. (laughs) So, this story is going to get off the rails. I do not have time today to go into everything that this story entails. So, I am just going to give you kind of the broad strokes here. Is this a two-part? Is it going to be a two-part match? I'm not going to guarantee that this is going to be a two-part. It could potentially turn into one. Let's see where we end today before I uh, make any guarantees on what I'm going to do. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to share with you guys today some verbatim um, online posts from the year 2002 that explains the origin of the cult now known as the Final Fantasy House. Tell me everything. Yeah, I'm going to tell you everything I have here. All right? So this is this is literally the verbatim. I'm going to read this off. This is from the original post from 2002 that kind of kicked off the, the story of um, the Final Fantasy House. Um, this is actually kind of a repost of it from 2008, just letting you kind of know how far back this has gone. And it was reposted because these people have come up over and over and over again over the last 20 years. Dude, can we talk about, just real quick, I'm going to off the rails and then we can get back to this. Yeah. Um, how wild the early 2000s were. Like, yeah, oh, I graduated yeah. in 2009 and I had no idea how just absolutely off the rails, wild, wild west the early 2000s were, and I lived through them. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's When you go back and look, you're like, how are we alive right now? Um, 
Okay, so this was posted with the following message, so I am going to put this out there. Um, these people are dangerous. And by these people, he's referring to Final Fantasy fans. This is not a joke. This is my experience with them. If others involved have stories or commentary, please send them. You can find this all over the place. I'm not going to put this person's information all over the place. Um, but if you have personally had an experience with the people we're about to talk about or someone you think might be these people, because again, they have changed their names, their personas, their looks several times. They are hard to, to kind of track. Okay. So this is again, the verbatim from this person. I'm going to tell you his story right now from him. So you guys can hear it. So back in the day, I ran a pretty popular website devoted to the character's cloud and the very minor character called Zack from the game Final Fantasy VII. Um, it was really the only comprehensive website out there about these two characters, which uh, was why it got a lot of notice from the community. Um, I was used to receiving fan mail from other people and their fan art, which I'd put up on the website. I actually haven't... Um, had any more near the kind of fame I had since then. And believe you me, I don't miss it. Um, it got me in a lot of trouble, which is what we're about to talk about. So um, I had AOL Instant Messenger up on the website because I was new to interweb fandom and wanted people to come talk to me about the site. Uh, feedback was awesome. In my eyes, I met a lot of cool people this way, like someone named Rydia. Um, I was always looking to promote the site um, so when I got an IM from a stranger offering a link exchange, I thought, oh boy, I was expecting a little podunk geosite site, um, but then they told me they ran the domain called hojo.org. Um, I'd never been there before, but I ran a quick check. It looked mostly personal with a little bit of, with a little bit of a shrine to the character Professor Hojo from the same game. I was like, oh, that's cool. Sure. We can link exchange. Okay. This person introduced themselves to me as Hojo. Uh-huh. So they introduced themselves as Hojo, the character from the game, and pretty uh -huh. quickly started calling me Zach the lesser-known character from the game that his website was dedicated to. Uh -huh. I was okay with that because Zack was, and still is, my favorite character in the game. Uh, for a while, it was mostly normal. This Hojo person seemed to just be another normal webmaster. We didn't have a whole ton in common, so we didn't talk often. So one day, I had just got done putting up some art by uh, a follower. Um, it was of a villain monster called Genova, um, drawn up as a dog creature that'll come up later um i gave it a little mini story under the image to be creative something about cold water and being strangled by tentacles you know how anime fans are i mean we this follows right right after we post this hojo ims me and tells me that it was really really well written i was flattered and i thanked him um then it starts getting weird i try to remember how it went no but it's wait been no years. you stop right here okay you you this is where it starts getting weird. It wasn't weird with the tentacle Wait. hentai porn nonsense. Wait. No, th this is where it yeah. starts getting weird. Wait. I'm already fired up because, um, because I, I already because hate This is people. only the first account of this. I have another account that I may do a, a second episode on where some people actually had a ceremony like a cult ceremony with the game music playing in the background. 
This is some of the, the wildest shut stuff. Shut up. Are, okay. okay, so wait, now, are these just, like, basically otakus that just took it too far? What's, or Well, you tell me when we get into this. I have so many questions. So Hojo got a hold of the, the writer here. Um, and said it was really well written and said, quote, it was really realistic. And then said, is that a memory? The thing about the tentacles and the water and the dog said, is that a memory? The writer responds, what? And Hojo responds, is that one of your memories? Uh. I was unfamiliar with the concept being put to me at this time. Being still pretty um, internet virginal, I said no. I made it up. And he seemed disappointed. And I didn't understand why. We didn't talk for a few days. Then an IM came in where he says, my wife would like to talk to you. About magic. About magic. So. Okay, listen. I talked to her. And she kept saying how she was a sorceress and stuff. Uh, Half yes. the time, uh, because she insisted that I call her Genova um, and would emote poking me with tentacles and stuff. I figured she was only role-playing. I was like, okay, that's cool. It's the internet. I have some friends who are furries and do the same thing, talking about their tells and stuff. I can deal with that. Then came the bombshell. I was asked if I had any memories of past lives. I do believe in past lives. I think it's a pretty valid cycle, given how many cultures believe in it. So I told her no. I didn't, but I did believe in it. Um, I should never have said that. It was like inviting a vampire into my house. Jen's attack was swift and sure. This person, it gets so bad that he just said, just by saying... Yes, I believe in the possibility of past lives. It was like inviting a vampire into his house. And I completely agree with him when you hear what these people put him through. Because a few short months after writing this, this man would be homeless with no shoes in State College. How? We're going to get to it. What? She began in a flurry explaining things to me. How there are alternate universes... Um, in those universes, maybe, just maybe, video games actually happened. I thought it could be plausible, because I like imagining anything's possible. Through all of this and all this flurry, she tells me that she thinks that in a past life, I was Zack from Final Fantasy VII. Think about it, she said. You're both country-grown. You both have that instinct of dragging off friends who could or should be left behind. You'd take a bullet for someone, right? You say you don't believe in magic or any of that. Um, it, uh, you say you don't believe in magic or any of that, and he wanted to be a mercenary. For all of his five or six lines, you have a similar speech pattern. You even live in a basement like he was locked in one. That's going to come up later, and you hate it. What? He says that his brain was addled with freshman idiocy and vodka, and this all suddenly ah, yes, made vodka. sense. Makes sense. Sure, maybe I'm not him now, but it's possible. That's his response that, to that. No, see, the I believe in it part wasn't the part that like 
fucked him over. It was this part. Uh-huh. It was that. You were our Zach, she said. By our, I later found out she meant a large group of people whom had been similarly led to the conclusion that they had maybe been video game characters at some point in time. There was an Ares. There was a Sid. My then significant other became Red 8. They lived with an overweight, dislikable man called Gast. For those unfamiliar, these are all characters from the game. I hate it here. I visited them frequently because they always seemed to want me to meet someone. Um, I met up with Ares, um, who I've uh, since called the Cetra. Uh, she was a cool, nerdy girl with a big brain. She liked old RPGs and had been to Japan, as well as going to study in Europe. We were pretty good friends, but Jen repeatedly kept talking about how she was going to put um, aphrodisiacs in our food. Um, and because I was Zach and she was Aries, we needed to sleep together. Because neither her, uh, her nor I were on the train to Hot Dog Land, we just played video games together instead. Jen was very disappointed and immediately assumed that the personality of Eris's imaginary boyfriend lowering her voice and commanding her to do things. So, I'm going to pause for a second and ask you how you're feeling so far. I would like the ride to stop now. It is nowhere near stopping. When I read this, I almost just wrote up a synopsis and I said, I cannot write a synopsis that is going to How compare. would you write a synopsis of, of this? I know. What, Matt? What? How dare you come into my home on this, the day of probably my cat's quinceanera, and do this to me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the next day, Jen decided to show me magic battles. These are basic... <laughs> <clears throat> Stop it. These are basically LARP fights. She would swing around a stick or a sword to music and feign injury when Hojo threw stuff at her uh, after making uh, some goofy hand movements. Hojo would do the same when Jen would thrust her staff or something. They tried to get me to do it, but I can't act. I can't pretend. I'm not doing magic because I'm not... Uh, because I am not making that out of it. Eventually, Jen dragged me onto my feet, um, and, and it kind of felt like we were doing karaoke. I kept <laughs> laughing uh, at both them and myself, and the fact that I could do some sort of limp wrist movement, and Jen would throw herself to the floor panting. Um, afterwards, they kept telling me, See, Zach, you can use magic. And I just kept laughing. I knew what I was doing, I was not going to make anything out of it, uh, but I was just trying to humor them because at this point it wasn't hurting anything. You know what? That just tells me that we should not humor bullshit. And I think that should be our new uh, motto. No longer um, stay creepy, only let's not humor bullshit. Yeah. So there were a lot of visits like this. Jen did a lot of the things that I can't think of in chronological order. Uh, when she was stressed about something, she would grow faint in town. 
because I didn't know her very well. I thought maybe she was anemic and would hurry to help her. Um, also, I told her when she first asked me to visit that I can't eat meat. Um, I can't eat red meat specifically. I was raised a vegetarian, so my body never got used to it. Red meat makes me sick by no choice of my own. But every night she would deliberately cook red meat and ask me to eat it uh, because that was all there was and I would inevitably become sick. Um, increasingly during my visits, um, each of which was a $300 bus ride, Jen would ask me for money to go food $300 shopping. $300 to go visit these psychos? Yep. Jim would ask me for money to go food shopping or toy shopping or whatever. I would give it over because I always feel like the guests ought to bring some sort of stuff for their host as a thank you. When my friends have their families pay for me at dinner, I always feel slightly guilty. So I gave over some cash every single time you know what matt i think he's got a point i think you and brit should bring me presents every time you come over uh, i kind of i kind of bring stuff usually i mean you know sometimes. what that's fair yeah. that's fair you you guys do bring a lot of stuff yeah but never mind <laughs> but it's he but does it's have equal, a point but it's equal i mean yeah you know but i don't know that i would be i don't know um around spring <laughs> We were still fairly good friends, despite the things Jen did that disturbed me. At one point, her and Hojo had locked me in a soundproof glass chamber in the basement of a school building because they wanted me to remember being Zach. Listen, Matt, listen, I like you. I like you a lot. I would not spend $300 to visit you. I, I'm sorry, I wouldn't either. Like, yeah. so... Round trip for me to go visit is like two hundred ish dollars, and that's fair. And I think yeah. that's fair. And and he's not going to uh, lock you in a glass <laughs> chamber and make you try sense. to remember being a video game character. You know what? Um, I'm gonna ask her why she doesn't like me enough to do that. Yeah, why don't you lock? Like, get a hold of your friends. Get stop listening right now. Get a hold of your friends <laughs> and say, why aren't you locking me in a basement? Why don't you love me enough to want me to be the hero? Do you not of care? my own story. Do you not care? Like, what's wrong with you? Um, and again, this guy I'm is sorry, saying... I'm who is Zack in this video game? I never played Final I, Fantasy VII. He's a, he's a character that literally has, like, seven lines. Dope. That's it. And he did live in a basement and felt trapped. So I guess that's why they were like, get trapped in here, and let's see if you get freaky. Um, get trapped. Get fucked. It's the same thing. Correct. I panicked. Not because um, I thought I was in a video game mansion... Yeah, because he thought he was going to die, probably. After banging on the door and jerking on the handle and freaking out, I was finally let out and was shaking. I was not happy with them the rest of the day. Kelsey, um, I, I value our friendship. If you were to ever lock me in a room deliberately <laughs> and not let me out, it would be more than a day before I would talk to you. Okay, what what if I had a good what if I had a good reason, Matt? Like, like, what if I was like, Matt's got a detox real bad. Oh, if I, yeah, uh, yeah, that's fine. Okay, all right. Okay, I just want to know what my rules are. Yeah, you're right. My, my rules of friendship are forcefully detoxing you in a, in so, a separate box. After all of this, our writer, um, the victim of, of Jin and Hojo, uh, or Hojo and, yeah, whoever they are, uh, decided to move in with them. <laughs> but why, though? So um, I moved in with them. So he moved in with them and got an ultimatum from his mother. Job in three days or forced to come or you're forced to come home. So uh, 
Finally, At least his mom saw they were psychos. Mm-hmm. Finally, uh, I got a small supermarket job. I asked the lady during the interview, because I was naive to pay, um, if it would pay enough uh, to pay a third of rent and food, because I was living with two other people and needed to pay. Jen's only job was as a babysitter, and she did uh, so infrequently at best. Um, and Renee was a college student, um, and the woman said, no problem, it was cool, I had my job, I was happy. Then things started to go bad. Things have been going bad this whole time. Are you okay? This is rough. I, I can't believe... Th- and this is all, like, this is this is internet famous. Um, this is old school. People know all about the Final Fantasy house. Again, people from this story pop up. This was in State College. People from this story pop up in California. I have literally never in my entire life heard of this. It's wild. Um, I actually have to thank Jared for bringing this to me. Um, so thank you, Jared, for bringing this up thank to me. Thank you, Jared. Yeah. I can't even say what came first, the chicken or the egg, but let's just say after one week, I was getting sick of whatever was happening. Um, I was the workhorse. I guess because I was Zach, I was there for the manly man as opposed to Jen um, or Hojo uh, because they were the Cetra queen and the frail scientist. Jen quit her babysitting job and refused to look for another one within a week. Um, I was the one who had to carry the groceries to and from the house, the one who made the money to feed everyone, um, the one who had to fix or move furniture when it needed to be fixed or moved. My computer could rarely get online because Jen was on almost 24-7. Remember back then, it was like yeah. dial-up? Yeah, so you had to had to take turns. Hey, Britt, can you put the old, like, dial-up? Yeah, yeah, do it. Do it. <laughs> Um, the rest of the time, they would just watch me as I typed, so I could never make a journal entry that read something along the lines of, Jin is abusing me, um, help me God, I'm tired, and I want to get out of here. Jin, they would actually watch him to make sure that he couldn't type anything, and, and they would monitor his movements. Why wouldn't he just, like, quote-unquote, go to work and then just, like, go home? It gets to that. It gets to it. Like... Um... You know what? No, I I say that I say that like, and that's the most callous way I could view that because the, yeah, yeah, because I like, thought the same thing. I've too. been there though. Like, yeah. I get it. The emotional thing is really hard to mentally get over. Mm-hmm. And and he he kind of explains God. it here. He so um, I had to be tough. I had to tough it out. It was my idiocy that got me into this. But if you're noticing, I was starting to wise up. I'd stopped drinking so much, which contributed oh. to a large part of this. Um, it made me um, so much less tolerant to their bullshit. Um, Jen was not supportive of me having a social life. When my phone ran out, um, I was not allowed to call home on my own. When I talked to people online, she would hang over my shoulder and ask who they were. Then she would write down the screen name and go talk to them on her computer later. This is how she got a hold of Melon and Meyer, which are two people that apparently are going to come into this. Um, and God knows how many others. The only place I was really safe was for Kadia because she didn't know how the client worked. So apparently this was like an online client. She said, yeah, I don't play. Uh, so, yeah, I don't play the game for the graphic interface. I play it because uh, it's never failed me in keeping me sane. So apparently he played for Kadia 
to try to deal with what was happening to him, which is awful. That's really Um, sad. Jen would and did keep a very strict track of my activities. If I was going out, I had to tell her where. Um, I did not have a house key, so I had to make sure that they were home or I would be locked out. Um, I uh, I was a few times anyway because Jen would go to sleep and would stand at the do- and I would stand at the door banging and not be able to get in. I had a few fun moments like dumpster diving, but I had to keep all of those secrets to myself or I would get in trouble. And there was fighting. Not the silly magic fighting I talked about earlier, but real fighting. Screaming fights, slapping, punching. The sound of flesh beating on flesh um, is not one that you can miss. When I was 10, my parents went through a very rough divorce. I know these sounds, and they were bringing up really bad memories and bad feelings, and the apartment was small, so there was no way not to hear them. Hearing one of them wince or whimper, then the beating, and immediately after, rough, noisy sex. Ugh. So maybe now's not the time to tell you that Furcadia is um, basically the idea of a furry game. Okay. All right. Gotcha. Yeah, Yeah, I I didn't know. Uh, I pulled it up just because I was curious. I mean, the little dragon on the front's pretty cute. Um, Oh, very cute. You get to play, like, cute little animals. And the only reason I brought up furries is because when you pull it up, WikiFur, the furry encyclopedia, is where um, information for it comes up for me almost immediately. That makes me think... Perhaps okay, it's or, part of that. Yeah, it's part of that that uh, group. Yeah, yeah, part of that. Um, that culture. said, I have nothing against furries. Same, yeah. Unless you start getting weird, like the Bronies did for a while. You know what I'm talking Somebody about. Somebody got a little weird there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not 100 percent sure, but I think somewhere this type of stuff counts as emotional abuse. Um, yes, 100 percent. All of it, everything they did to you, yeah. especially the locking in in a basement. What? It, Yeah, like I said, I could not leave the house because I would be locked out. The apartment was on the second floor, so I couldn't break in. Um, I wasn't even officially on the lease, so I couldn't ask the landlord to let me in or I risked being thrown out. Um, I couldn't phone my family because Jen and Hojo would listen like hawks and try to coach me on what I should say and think. And I couldn't even break down and cry because the apartment was so small, they'd know Uh, what it was, and I'd have to make up some lame, magical excuse so they could choke uh, what little freedom I had. I wasn't getting enough sleep for work. Jin would wake me up at 3 a.m. to see the fairy rings or fight some magical disturbance or whatever the fuck was going on. My job also began cutting my hours because I was expendable summer labor. So my paycheck dwindled. This check was all the money that was coming into the apartment at one point. And I feel horrible to say this, um, but uh, some other people paid an entire month's rent, not just uh, not just a third or anything like that. Um, I owe them my soul for that one. Uh, in, in a normal college setting, I could have easily saved some money and keep up with the rent, even with... Uh, only my paycheck, but I also had to do all of the food shopping. 
Um, if it was up to me, we would have had um, what all other college kids have, ramen, generic cereal, bread, water, but it wasn't up to me, and Jen wanted steak. Not just any steak, expensive steak. And Gatorade, two kinds. Fancy, special colored Gatorade and spices. Um, all of this would last us one night, and my paycheck was gone. I couldn't even eat the food that was provided the rest of the time. They demanded I ask my job for days off and day-old uh, day bakery and day-old sushi. Um, I swiped coupons from work and used them wherever I could. Um, I couldn't afford lunch and there was no breakfast. If one of my supervisors caught me taking day-olds, um, I would have been in trouble. The other seemed to take pity on me and didn't like that I was doing it but didn't like that I was doing it. Uh, the day olds I brought back, Jen complained that she didn't like the flavor. This was the only food coming into the house. So he was literally starting to steal food from work to try to feed these people. I can't. I literally can't. They turned him into a, and I'm sorry I'm using this word, they turned him into their slave. Correct. That's exactly like, what they did. Oh my God. And he's not the only one. It's over and over again how, with these people. How? How are these people tricking these people? Because cults, like, let's be honest here. And, and again, this is not a knock on him. Cults no. feed on people who have emotional distress and who have addiction issues. And he was a massive drinker. Like, it sounds like borderline alcoholic. Um, and he desperately was trying to find somewhere to fit in. And when cults give you that, and that's what you're looking for, you bite. And he bit. And, and it's sad. Um, I feel very, I very it. bad for I this I hate person. this. I hate yeah. all of this. Yeah, it's rough. So my bank account was drained. I was drained. I brought home a girl I met on the street who just got out of prison. Uh, she was just a silly little acid burnout with a kitten. Um, oh. I was desperate for human contact. Her name, if I remember, was Hala. Um, and she was from Washington, D.C. Um, Hala was on her way home. She was staying with a complete random stranger. She used the last of her money to call her mom to say that she was okay. Jen didn't like her. Jen wanted her to yeah, leave. Yeah, Jen was jealous. And was mad that I brought her home to hang out. Hala was oblivious um, and didn't know. I wanted to stay with Hala and her kitten, who was named um, Elysius the Explorer. Uh, but Hala was ordered to leave. I hate these people. I, oh, I hope I run into her. I hope I run into these people someday. I've got pictures of them. I would We're gonna love post them. to post these We're going to post them. I don't care. We're posting them. Um, they did have me brainwashed. I was terrified and I was miserable, but I was brainwashed. I know this because Jen had a fight with Eris at one point. I don't even know what it was over. I think Eris woke up um, to what Jen was doing and wanted out. Jen was about... Uh, uh, Jen was destroyed. Uh, Jen thought she was betrayed. Um, how they were so united. Um, but at this time, I began to read a few horror stories. Um, Jen had made about Eris sitting in a bathtub full of ice cubes with green food coloring um, as part of her training. Um, it's a wonder the poor girl didn't get hypothermia, but Jen was up in arms. So apparently she actually made her do that. His writing is a little bit unclear on that, but it sounds like it. Um, I started feeling desperate, trapped, uh, with Jen over my shoulder, checking whatever I wrote with my blog. I couldn't get anything out. 
Um, I had not been drinking since I came there, but I was ready to start again. Yeah, he couldn't afford it. Yeah, how could he have? Um, I could never talk to my friends, and when I could, um, I had to pretend everything was fine uh, for when Jen talked, uh, for when Jen talked to them. Um, the few people I knew, uh, the, the few people I knew were sympathetic, uh, but there was nothing they could do to help. I couldn't go to anyone uh, because what if they were on her side? Um, what if she rejected, what if they rejected me when I went for help? I was starting to see Eris um, get frantic. Um, I started to sneak out and run down the empty parking lots at night to use the payphone to call my dad collect. Um, he was the only one who knew what was actually uh, happening. So, um, yeah, it, it's wild. So he did get contact with his family. He did finally get contact with his family. Oh, my God. Yeah. So then they decided to move. All right. The apartment was a wreck. Uh, everything was wrong with it. And he ended up being left um, moving everything for hours, pouring sweat mm. in the heat. That was brutal. It I... Uh, it eventually managed to damage the engine of his dad's car. Um, so apparently he used his dad's car to move their stuff. Uh, it, it's it's wild. Um, they moved in. All right. They moved in and then demanded that he go shopping for them. By the way, they moved into a one-bedroom apartment and expected him to move in with them. They expected him to go shopping, and he says the shopping to fill the apartment was the worst. I remember this night with nausea in my stomach. We went to Kmart, uh, which was uh, which was along Burrside in town. Um, I was already mildly upset because Hojo suddenly had money, and yet we weren't eating with it, and I wasn't able to, f to pay... Um, I wasn't able to phone home, uh, but uh, but I like house shopping, so I was sedated. We needed the very basic things: a dish rag, or a dish rack, some dishes, silverware, cups, um, a cooking pot, and some uh, and and some dish towels. We found all of those, but then Jen saw cabbage cloths. Um, I don't even know what a cabbage cloth is. I assume it's a cloth to wrap cabbage in to keep it fresh. Jen wanted them for her cooking so the cabbage wouldn't go bad. She never used cabbage in cooking one time. Um, but she wanted these outrageously priced plain thin white rags. Hojo said a towel would work. A fight erupted and it was a screaming fight. What is cabbage cloth? I have no idea. Google um, doesn't either. I kept going to work. Eventually, work cut my hours to the point where I literally had one hour a week. Um, I couldn't live on $6 a week, um, and I couldn't meet Jen's expectations of my wallet um, on $6 a week. Um, I was about near a nervous breakdown. I slept as much as possible to avoid reality. I couldn't communicate with anyone. Um, I saw a few people sometimes. One day at work, it rained. It rained so hard it knocked out the power, so we were sent home. I had no umbrella or raincoat, no money for one, so I walked in the rain, and my shoes were soaked, so I left them outside the, the apartment to dry. That evening after the rain, Jen tried to talk to me about God lying in the grass... And started fake crying. The next morning, someone had stolen my shoes. This person's experience is one of the worst I've ever heard. This is so wild. You may think this seems like a silly reason to snap, but that's what I did. That this god-awful town with these god-awful people who were bleeding me dry saw fit that my money was not enough that they had to take my shoes. I had just had it. 
I pulled a sheet of paper and had Hojo's computer, campus login, and name. I stole some keys. I threw some edible trash to my poor rat. So he had a rat at the time who was actually starting to starve. I threw a change of clothes, a pocket knife, and all the money I had left, $5, into my bag along with my sketchbook, and I walked shoeless through State College. Because I had no money, I couldn't leave town. But being so poor uh, in town for so long, I'd learned where I could find the cheapest food and drink. I could get a bagel for 50 cents, a drink for 75 cents. Um, The streets were so hot, it burned my feet. It hurt like hell. But I was done. I went to my job and poked my head in. I could actually go to work. I couldn't actually go to work because I had no shoes. I quit. I didn't, it didn't make sense for me to work there anymore. I'd hang around the bus stop or in front of the churchyard and I'd sit in the shade and draw and think. I I'm tried to do, I'm going to do a shameless plug right now. <clears throat> um, there's, there's a source, mm-hmm. um, a resource called Help for West Virginia. Okay. And, um, I'm not afraid to say it. I work with them. Oh, cool. It's a shameless plug. Yeah. But one of the things that they do is help people who are in situations where they need rehab, they need to get somewhere, whatever. Mm -hmm. They help with that. And there's a secondary resource called um, 211 that's staffed by United Way, but also the company I work for in the off hours that aren't 9 to 5 Monday through Friday, Mm -hmm. that help people pay for things they need. Correct. Bills, whatever it is. And there's another one called Jobs and Hope that help you find jobs, help you get clothing mm-hmm. for those jobs. This is a shameless plug, and I don't feel bad about it because yeah. these are resources yeah. that people need. Correct. And this person this, is definitely This man could have used this. Um, so he would sit in the shade and draw and think, tried to think of what to do. People would notice me and my torn pants and my bare feet, and I'd just sort of shrug and try to laugh it off. I was homeless for a few days all in all. I felt fantastic. I felt great. Better than ever. The entire two months that I spent with them, um, I felt better. I had the freedom to walk where I wanted and sit down where I wanted. There were no smells. There was no fighting. No one was ordering me to buy them expensive steak. I wasn't getting sick on the food I ate. No one was uh, no one was waking me up and telling me to go outside and look for fairy rings. Um, I swear to you, I would much rather be homeless than live with people like them ever again. The, the threat of homelessness does not phase me because I have seen something much worse. I spent a good deal of time uh, in the open campus computer labs, logged in on Hojo's password. Um, I got a new AIM name and hid from them, adding all my friends back and telling them one by one what had happened. They were horrified. Um, It turns out that Jen had actually called uh, Czar, who lives in California, and demanded to know where I was. Czar uh, was worried. Um, That's one of his friends. Uh, we actually had a casual old conversation on AM like we are AIM like we used to. Uh, it felt so good to do. Thinking back on it, um, I get all choked up. I was finally fucking free to say what I wanted and not be afraid. The fact that being homeless with no shoes and having five dollars to your name is better than living with these people should speak volumes. Um, I'm so upset. <laughs> yeah. We're almost done. 
But one of their friends named Sid finally reached out and offered to help him, and he was able to call his father using Sid's phone, finally able to tell him most of what happened. I didn't want to tell him everything because it sounded so crazy, but he had about 30 seconds before he'd got my uncle, um, and they were ordering me plane tickets to Alabama. I was getting out. Um, I made friends uh, with Sid's apartment mates, Jay and his fiance Shell. Uh, we all got along really well, and Shell went off on Jen about ten thousand times. I like, I like Shell. Um, Shell sounds a little bit like me. Yeah, Shell also you, Shell. took me to the supermarket and told me to buy what I wanted. Um, I probably w- could have cried, um, but I was in too much shock. All I wanted was potato bread and ramen. Um, I had not eaten either of those um, the entire time I had stayed here, even though my money had paid the food bill. I got to the bus station on time using the money that Sid um, lent that my dad would pay back um, and got a ride to the airport. I took a flight, had a pair of $2 painful flip-flops on, and they were um, and they were swabbed for explosives. <laughs> Uh, there were, there are a few drawings. The were so bizarre. Yeah. So after a week of eating like a wolf at my dad's, <laughs> um, we were road tripping back to state college where we would camp out along the way. The summer was hot. The road actually caused my father's car's engine to overheat. Uh, we had to take it to a repair shop, um, and have it worked on. And I had been walking to work in the same heat every day with no water and no protection. Um, My dad did not get to meet Sid, the one who actually helped him, uh, who was at work. But he did meet Shell. um, And he paid Shell. And we packed up my things. I left Sid a little note. And I was gone. I was out. I tried call. Jen tried calling me once after that, but I blocked her number on my cell shortly after. She tried telling me that we were still friends and she still looked... Um, I think that's just her opinion. And she still looked for my shoes. I was having none of it. I'm sort of a villain to them now. Good. Um, but I have no clue uh, what, nor do I really care. Um, <laughs> I must have some sort of magical evil power in their eyes. I don't know. I was finished with them and I will be forever. I I heard a quote, um, I heard a quote on, of course, TikTok, because of course I did, um, that said, you know what, you tell them that I'm the villain of your story if you have the balls to tell them why. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So here's what I'm going to say about this, guys. There's a reason I decided to read this entire thing out loud to you guys. It's honestly very rare that we get that type of insight on on people who are being brainwashed and being being roped into being in cult-like groups. Um, this is really, really interesting. And you can kind of see where he started to slide into this. Uh, and obviously, um, he got out, which is fantastic. But there could still be people in this. So here's the thing. I've, I've talked about this really openly before. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to continue doing so because I think our only advocates are ourselves. The the sheer emotional abuse, I could not even fathom. I've been through emotional abuse and brainwashing and felt like I was in a spot where I couldn't, I couldn't get out. Mm-hmm. And thankfully, I did with the help of some extremely wonderful people. Um, and I'm okay now with a lot of therapy and, and 
outstanding husband who is extremely understanding. But anyone can end up in that position. I had a whole network of yeah. people. I had people. I had a whole network of friends and family mm-hmm. and other classmates and I could have reached out at any time and when I finally did I got out yeah but I didn't think I could yeah and that's that's exactly what happened here he finally he finally reached out to someone who would help him um, and thank God he did um, thank God if someone is monitoring you in any sense of the word and you are a full-grown adult and it's not like your parent making sure that you're you know not doing shady backdoor deals on the black market Mm -hmm. in the dark web. Um, If someone is monitoring you, get out. Go. Yeah. I I don't even check Michael's phone. Like, he and I... I don't check Brittany's. He's got got my passcode. I've got his passcode. You know what I did with his passcode? The most recent thing I did? I opened up his Pokemon Go so that I could get some Pokestops while he was driving. (laughs) That's what I did. Do you want to see him? Oh my god, I sure okay. do. So here's one. Fucking idiots. And then let me show you another one here. So there is the one, I believe that is uh, Genova, is who that is. And here is the other one. And then do you want to see pictures of the house when they were moving out? I would love to see pictures of the house when they were moving out. Yep. And I'm showing all these to Kelsey, guys. We will absolutely share these. Um, mm-hmm. You can just go type in Final Fantasy house. So this is what the house looked like as he was moving things out. Which looks like a house you're moving out of. It looks a little extra messy. Yeah. But there you go. That's the house where it actually happened. Um, so, guys... If people are... Listen, here's the thing. A lot of people believe a lot... A lot of people believe a lot of things. A lot of people don't believe a lot of things. I don't care what you believe in. Um, It doesn't bother me that you may believe in something I I don't believe in. But even if you do believe that you have... uh, You are soul bonded to a video game character... um, You shouldn't let people use that to take advantage of you. Um, You can believe what you want to believe. And we can still be friends. We can still like each other. Um, You don't need people to run your life like that to feel to feel wanted and to feel connected to other people uh you you don't need it you can believe and what there's you so want many resources out there guys yeah, resources everywhere. we don't even know about maybe we'll share their info uh on on our page because this one this one bothered me when i heard it there's another one that is equally as staggering that has to do with this and i may cover it on an episode because it gets absolutely so these people wild. have never been caught I don't know that there's really anything for them to be caught for. Um, and, and I'll... Who that's knows? That's true. I guess yeah. it's all technically emotional abuse. And Correct. that's not technically a crime. Yeah. Unless is, they wanted to press charges. I'm sure someone could press bullshit. charges. It's yeah. It's also bullshit. I know. All right. That is all I have for today. That is the uh, beginning of the saga of the Final Fantasy House. I hope you guys don't mind me doing this episode this way. I know I've been doing some weird ones recently. Um, uh, and so. if you feel dirty, yeah. that's okay. Because that's so natural. do we. It's, it's a rough one. This is disgusting. Yeah. Weirder than the... Uh, was this one weirder or not? I'm going to give it um, on par. On par. Because they yep. kept her body. Correct. After she died, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say those. I agree, they're on par, but this is the weirdest one I've ever brought. I think, yeah, for certain. 
for certain. Um, and it gets even weirder because, again, a uh, little bit of a uh, of a heads up. The next time I talk about this, it will not be immediately. I am emotionally drained from reading that. Um, the next one I bring up, they uh, they this group literally um, has a uh, religious ceremony with the uh, the music for the game playing in the background as they're lighting candles. I hate this planet. I don't so, want to live here anymore. It's wild. It's wild. All right, guys. That's all we have. Stay creepy. But not too creepy. Yeah, don't be that creepy. All right, stay creepy, you weirdos.